0: listening to molly and maggie your friends on wzbc newton 90.3 fm
1: I'm boycotting the whistling today cuz I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, you heard right.
2: <laughs>
0: Thank you. I really do.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: I miss it too, but it'll be back next week. Okay. There's just something in the air today, I feel. Whatever, I'm gonna read the holidays. It's Look at the Leaves Day. The Leaves were beautiful today. Already I started to feel a little bit better. Um Look at the Leaves Day, Mean Girls Appreciation Day. If you're on Twitter, you, you knew this at seven thirty this morning. <laughs> um Did you like indulge in any of that? In any of the Mean Girls yeah. stuff? No, honestly. Because it's the day before my birthday. And <laughs> October 3rd gets so much shine. Yeah. And I feel like people really just start to forget the reason for the season. Which is your B-Day. Yes. Um, I hear that. I mean, yeah, most people would get distracted. <laughs> Anyways. Too many distractions. No, I love Mean Girls, but I, I, uh, I don't know. Mean Girls is one movie that I feel really good about loving as other people love it. You like sometimes when when other people are obsessed with movies, I'm kind of like turned off from them, but Mean Girls I'm fully on board for. It's a great movie. What's not to love about Mean Girls? It has such a good good message. And Tina Fey is so funny in that movie. Yeah. And Amy Poehler shines as well. <laughs> Full of stars. And that Rachel McAdams, she's got something going on. I've been reading too many movie reviews in the Boston <laughs> Club. They always say people shine. That's just like a movie review thing to say about a, a performance. Um, Me and Girls Appreciation Day, National Boyfriend Day. <laughs> that was a karate chop? So that was a throw up. <laughs> Honestly, and a karate chop <laughs> at the same time. Uh, National Butterfly and Hummingbird Day, National Caramel Custard Day, yum, and National Family TV Show Day. Huh. I wonder what a Family TV Show Day is about. Um, And, I'm sorry, most important holiday of all, it's Maggie's birthday Eve. (laughs) Happy birthday Eve, everyone. (laughs) I was trying to make that sound spooky. (laughs) It just sounded really gracious (laughs) and welcoming. I sounded like the Queen of England but that's fine. <laughs> Slash spooky. Okay, so does your family sit down and watch a family television show regularly? It is a good practice to choose a TV show your family enjoys and watch it together at least once a week. That reminds me, there was this British family that moved to Harrison, and they had two twins, Flora and Alice, that came to my elementary school, and they all used to gather around the telly and watch <laughs> um, That's a Raven together. <laughs> wow. That's kind of beautiful. Isn't that nice? That's a Raven was a quality television program for sure. I am devastated about how things have happened with Raven Simone. I know, right? What the heck? She was so cool, and she was such a good role model, and I she know. was so like smart. Yeah, and then she had to turn into Stacy Stacy Dash, and <laughs> we're all disappointed. Stacy Dash was another person yeah. who like did the same. Honestly, thing. yeah, it's uh, it's jarring for sure. Yeah, you're just like, like you were like a teen idol, and now. <laughs> well, I know you can't really speak about this. Yeah, and yeah. neither can I. Because, hit it, Mall. It's Munchies with <laughs> Maggie. No. no, you were gonna say the disclaimer. And I oh, didn't because the views expressed on the show <laughs> do not necessarily represent those of WZBC Boston College or its Board of Trustees. How was I supposed to know that? That's what you wanted me to do. I don't know. You usually say it like around this. I know this that's that's totally of time fair. Into the show, that's totally fair. It's good but, to get that out of the way. Can I tell the birthday Eve story, please? So my friend Haley had a birthday party junior year. I think it was, and we threw her a surprise party. And while we were preparing for the surprise party, I think like I don't remember really how we got in possession of like a a plastic horse statue, but we did. Great. (laughs) And so we—I knew that's where the story was going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it It had to end there. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the beginning. (laughs) So we got the horse, and then it was like, I think we must have given her the horse at the surprise party. And it was, uh, the surprise party was on the night before her birthday, on her birthday eve. And so someone, I think she named the horse Birthday Eve. And then that birthday horse- Birthday Eve? Yeah, Birthday oh, I Eve. name my daughter that? <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, and Birthday Eve would come out on the eve of everybody's <laughs> birthdays. Wow. Like, we would have parties for people's birthdays all the time because it was a high school. And- Birthday Eve would be at the party so much to the point where like the girls in the grade younger than us knew what birthday knew who Birthday Eve was. Wow! And everyone would be like, "It's Birthday Eve," and like people would take pictures with Birthday Eve. There's a picture of me in a swimming pool with Birthday Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Who's she? <laughs> She's Birthday Eve. Birthday Eve sounds Haven't like, like the name of her? a diplatory for like women's mustaches. Ooh. <laughs> Ugh. I mean, I wait, guess. is that gross? <laughs> that just ruined everything for me. I hate that. Wait, why? I just really don't like it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it to be like that. I think we should call things by their correct name, okay? Fine. I birthday have a little Eve bit of a the mustache. Horse. Me too. Sensitive. You're talking to an Italian Jewish blend. <laughs> I've had a mustache since I was in third grade. <laughs> and proud. Not really. I take care what of it. What can you do? I take care I, of it. I do what I can do. <laughs> yeah, so that's the birthday Eve story. And then when Maggie wrote on the rundown... um, it's maggie's birthday eve i was like and i just like flash back to being in a pool with birthday eve wow <laughs> that sounds like the title of a hugh hefner memoir <laughs> in the pool with birthday eve did did you have to write any books Ugh. how do you feel about him um. Okay. I I would love to talk about this. Actually, I am really happy that we get to talk about this on the show. Okay. When I heard that Hugh Hefner died, I was genuinely upset because I used to watch Girls Next Door religiously. Like when me, I used to go over to my friend Lindsay's house, and I feel like Girls Next Door was on all the time. Like I've I've it was probably always seen on E. Yeah, I've seen every episode of Girls Next Door, and I wow. <laughs> I mean, not like I haven't checked on that, but I've seen a <laughs> lot of Girls Next Door. And I always thought of Hef as like. I mean, he was so grandfatherly to them, like, in addition Ew, to... Ew, <laughs> Where are you going with this? Are you gonna... You can't defend him if you talk like that. No, I guess that's not what I meant. He was always so grandfatherly towards his girlfriends that he kept trapped in his house. Okay. All right, no, let me just t- tell you, though. So, okay. <laughs> I just felt like he was, like... he was, oh, No, okay, that's not really what I meant. He was, like, always portrayed as, like, a sweet old man. It's really what I'm trying to say. Like, he just seemed sweet and, like, totally harmless and whatever. Now, of course, I recognize that... It's called reality TV for no good reason and like that the whole thing was contrived and whatever. But that and then, you know, I I, when I heard that he died and I was talking about it with my coworkers, I immediately came to his defense. And I was like, no, you guys like he was a huge part of sexual liberation for women. He, you know, was a major uh, advocate for racial equality, which is true, by the way. And, you know, I'll just come in his defense. And then the more I learned about him, the less I felt like really solid about about my adoration for Hugh Hefner, because, like you said, you know Gloria Steinem went undercover, like wrote this horrible piece about the conditions of, in the Playboy Mansion. What's her name? Holly wrote Holly a, Madison a, wrote, wrote a it, book, a tell-all that just sounded terrible. And yeah, he, you know, he made his millions off of exploiting women as sexual objects, and he had a very, very toxic view towards you know uh consent mm-hmm. and uh so yeah that's how i feel about Hugh hefner's death nice <laughs> nice i i mean i feel like i definitely agree with the second stage of your <laughs> thought process did you watch girls next door i did not religiously i like it wasn't really allowed yeah it, it was, wasn't allowed in my house either but yeah Lizzie like, like my parents didn't let me watch rugrats because rugrats because angelica was fresh like oh there was my no way God. I was being allowed. To watch Girls Next Door. But oh, I man. did. I would sneak it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it was with being Gossip Girl. I remember their dogs were always pooping everywhere. Yeah. Mm. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. You know, I guess it's just like one. I think this just happens as you get older. Like, you never meet your heroes slash have your heroes die. Never you'll... learn anything about your heroes. Right. <laughs> Not that Hugh after was my hero, <laughs> per se. Yeah. This was like, also, I was truly devastated about Tom Petty. You know, I went to the Tom Petty concert. Oh, right. Alone. Was that at the Xfinity Center? No, it was at TD Garden. Oh. I'm a huge Tom Petty fan, and I, I had never seen him live until this summer. I went alone. I sat in, like, the tippy, tippy top of the orchestra section, and during Free Falling, I stood up and I looked around the stadium, and it was, like, a truly spiritual moment for me, and now Tom Petty's dead. Oh, mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. I'm just glad I got to see him, but... Yeah, my parents saw him at the Exfinity Center. My dad didn't remember. <laughs> really? Yeah, my mom was like... And we saw him, and my dad was like, we did? <laughs> when? <laughs> That's not a funny thing that parents <laughs> do. <laughs> one of them remembers vividly an event, the other one has completely forgotten. That must be the coolest part of being married. It's just like, oh, wow, I really did that. Like completely forgot. I forgot that there was someone else with me watching everything, too. <laughs> yeah, and it just goes to show how fallible the human memory really is. Yeah. Oh, I've got a terrible memory, Molly. Really? Oh, yeah. actually, I know that. <laughs> yeah, I know that. You're, you didn't come to mind as like Maggie has a terrible memory, but once you said it, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, you do forget a lot of stuff. I'm. Yeah, I'm not like Dory from Finding Nemo. But no. I'm, I'm honestly the human equivalent. Like, she can have a conversation. <laughs> you're not that bad i don't know Maul. i really don't know thank you for saying that you're welcome Ooh. Oh. i had another friend who was a who had a really really bad memory worse than yours someone i used to live with this is a clue <laughs> um and um he
2: another clue
1: <laughs> uh would just completely forget like Recent conversations that we had had like two nights before, we would have talked t- about something, and I would have been like, Remember when we were like talking about blah blah blah? And he'd be like, Did I say, like, maybe I said that? I don't know. It wasn't like he was combative about it because he knew that he had a really bad memory, but he just wouldn't remember. How important do you think having the same like memory length is in a relationship? Crucial because I, because the, the person that I just broke up with had as good a memory as me and i have a really good memory and it was huge that's great yeah it was i didn't realize how big of a deal it was until but it just like it really affects how you can make jokes with each other yeah like how you can reminisce the detail with which you can reminisce without coming across like a psychopath (laughs) i feel like it's really important how do you feel about it yeah i feel like i mean unless one person is just really tolerant or like finds it charming yeah yeah like oh he can't remember anything (laughs) My golden retriever boyfriend. I feel like that says a lot. If if like if your if your uh, attitude toward your your significant other's forgetfulness is like oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that's a good sign about like the depth of your relationship. <laughs> I don't mean forgetting important things. Yeah. But like, oh, you completely forgot that you already told me this story. Yeah. And in that version, the car was yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Can we play music? I really have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's totally fine. And Now it's time for Munchies with Maggie. <laughs> music with Molly. Oh my god, have we never thought about calling it music? With Molly it's really the most straightforward option what we have. I'm <laughs> not quite sure. What planet were we on? How it didn't occur to us. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right after this. It's Molly and Maggie our friends. Oh.
0: We'll be right back. It's Molly and Maggie. is the night Stealing every shine of light Holding hostage the fire's bright See? Yeah. am of intuition, versus experience, the randomness of perfection, beyond the fear of the unknown, your presence within your presence, your will in the highest will manifest. spanning the bridges of time and space, that is your sense of wonder and magic, summoning the spirit and all that it means to find joy and fascination in what you are creating. You are free and have always been free to choose again. Is there such thing as integration of heart, heart, heart conscious and subconscious? Do you view right and wrong in terms of absolutes? Why does the voice of the heart create supreme?
3: Spell. I'm screaming now, but it just won't help. I think... Young, she must taste speed. She drops those pennies to her knees, walking on my happy home. She won't give a It's Molly and Maggie.
1: Keep going. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it again. Oh no.
3: Boo. Did you guys know
1: that the trumpet in that song is Molly playing trumpet? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> if I practice hard enough. After I got back from Temple on uh, Yom Kippur, I was just came, came home and I was playing klezmer music on my trumpet. Playing what music? Klesmer music, like Jewish folk music. Oh, I was playing nice. like Habanagila on my trumpet. It's weird. The the notes are weird. It's, it's like, I think there was like a, one of the central notes was a G sharp. I was like, what? <laughs> it was cool. Um, You just heard some tunes. Here are the tunes that you heard. First was Raylan Baxter with the song All In My Head. After that was Rose Cousins with the song Chains, Miranda Lee Richards with Golden Gate, and then a Maggie selection, ZZ Ward with the song Put the Gun Down. Jam piece. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. I was just telling Molly that I thought like every time I suggested a song and then I would hear it through the <laughs> studio speakers, it would sound like the worst song in the world. <laughs> but that didn't happen with this song. No, this was a, this was a jam. Thank you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, do you have a Bunchies this week? I don't have a munchies. We can talk about... Uh, I want to talk about dinner. The restaurant experience we just up. had. We just... Uh, it's time for... Ranting with us. I was going to say gripes with Molly. <laughs> gripes with Molly. I don't have much to rant about, so this is your uh, your perfect game to throw, miss. Okay. I don't like Spanish food that much because I studied abroad in Spain and I my host mother was a terrible cook and scarred me forever related to Spanish food. I used to not even be able to look at it and now years have passed and I can go and eat in a Spanish food restaurant and feel fine about it and like find something to order. But obviously it wouldn't be my first choice, but the the place was suggested and I was like, okay, sure. No problem. It's very convenient for me, you know, geographically. And um, the last time that I was there, we had to wait for a table and the service was pretty slow. So I was like you know, rearing to go when one of our friends got there two minutes before our reservation and they told us they were running behind. So I was like, "Okay, like, we'll see where this goes. Then I realized that this is just going to be a rant in general. (laughs) Then I realized that I had forgotten to move my car in advance of our show. You're doing the whole story. I am because because it affects it, it. I really think it's like a part of the whole picture. Go for it um i realized that i had forgotten to move my car which is like seven minutes away from the restaurant so i decided while we were waiting that i would go and get the car and drive it and park it and then come back to the restaurant and so i go get the car it's like like i said seven minutes come back it's probably been like mm, 15 minutes since i left i would say i get back and i realized that i uh I, I get back to the restaurant and I realize that I forgot to pay the meter where my car was parked. So I had to walk back to the car. I get to the car. There's 10 <laughs> minutes left in the meter and it, it ends at 8 o'clock. It was like 7.50. So I was like, okay. So I go back and then I realized once I got back to the restaurant that I forgot Maggie's wallet in the car and this guy, the manager, felt so bad about making us wait 15 minutes for our reserve table that he decided that he was going to buy us a round of drinks. But... First of all, he didn't directly say that, so I'm curious to see if these drinks were, in fact, on the house. Oh, boy. And second of all, he was being such a stickler about IDs. Like, everybody in the party had an ID except for Maggie, and he was still kind of being a jerk about it. Yeah. So then I had to go back to the car and get get Maggie's ID. I got back, and we sat down, and they didn't come and take our order for, like, I mean, a really long time. It was probably, like, another 15 minutes before... They came to take our order and i was ticked off and then um they got like one thing wrong and now i'm realizing that this isn't interesting at all and <laughs> then we get to the studio we're getting ready for the show and you know then we do the show and now here we are <laughs> are you good Yeah, I'm fine. I just decided to omit some details last minute. Um, I decided it would be prudent to, to, you know, rein it in. Speaking of IDs, do you have any stories where you haven't had your ID and it's resulted in embarrassment? Or like something with your ID? Yeah, I do. I do. I have a story that basically my sister is three years older than me. And before I was legal, I would use my sister's boyfriend's friend's ID and would not endorse this would not recommend it never went well it was always bad but the interesting thing about this id specifically is that it looks nothing like me and it was supposed to be 26 i was using this id when i was like you know 18 like i did not look 26 and i didn't look anything like her and she had the wildest name i want to say her name i'll say her first name in what it really was and then she had a middle name that was named after a celestial object (laughs) and her last name sounded like gilligan (laughs) (laughs) like of gilligan's island so her first name was Alondra, and then her middle name was like you know jupiter and her last name was a word that sounded like gilligan (laughs) so people were like i mean i think it was just too crazy of an id to be fake (laughs) people people would like look at me and look at it and it was just like I mean there was no way it was me but also like how bold would I have to be to use this ID if it wasn't me yeah (laughs) so that was what I thought of when you asked about the ID (laughs) thing um I've told the story of me me telling the manager to call the cops when they didn't believe my ID in New Hampshire I think I've told that story yeah you have told me but can you tell it again Um, I was in New Hampshire temporarily for a job and uh, I just gotten I'd just been issued a new Rhode Island license. I guess the old ones were like the easiest to um, fake fake ones. So they changed it up. And now this one seems super fake. It's (laughs) on like a very flimsy like piece of plastic. It's not substantial. Really. You can like bend it in half. Really? Yeah. Which I hate. I hate. But Anyway. Uh, so I go to New Hampshire, and I try to order a drink just while waiting for, like, I'd order takeout. And I was like, all of it like a beer while I'm waiting yeah with my friend. And they s- took her ID. They took mine. And they're like, uh, we'll be right back. And the waitress went and came back with the manager. And the manager was holding my ID. And she was like, um, I mean, uh, like, is there something you want to tell me? <laughs> Wow, she's like, I can either give this back to you and you don't have a drink, or I call the police. And I was like, call the police, <laughs> please try me, yeah. So they called the police, and then the police came. The police came, took my ID out to the car and like ran some whatever, and then he brought it back. And they didn't even comp me my beer. I went Are you like serious? Minutes. They should have comped you the beer. Yeah. So Jeez, that's so annoying. Yeah, Ugh, like I. I used to work at a place that sold wine and it's like at at a certain point, it's like, all right, this person's 21. Like I know you're supposed to card past 40 or whatever, but come on, like this guy's got a beard and it's not like an 18 year old beard. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh man. ID troubles, huh? It's just giving me like, I still sometimes walk into a liquor store and I'm like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) like I'm legal. I've been legal for two years and I still get nervous about it.
0: Well, yeah,
1: for three. Oh, three no, years. Two. Oh, gosh. I'm two so years. old. Because um, oh, it, it's her birthday <laughs> Eve. She thinks that she's... She thinks she's real mature. I'm a grandmother. Oh, my God. I'm so old. <laughs> um, Even now, like, if I go into a liquor store to buy and I, like, don't have my ID with me, I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm, like, revisited with that, like, incredible anxiety of, like, okay, I can't buy this drink because that seems super immature. <laughs> I have to get a nice wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being like, you could never order a vodka crayon on a fake ID. No. The other Oh, someone's calling us. Who could it be? Who could it be?
4: All right. WZBT, you're on the air. Happy birthday, buddy. I know it's going to be tomorrow. Oh, uh, nice. Thank you so much. That's, around some. That's very nice. So listen, what are you going to do?
1: I, I think I might be getting lunch with some friends during the day. And then I was just going to be with my family tomorrow night.
4: No, 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 no. It's overrated. This is <laughs> stuff. Listen, are you gonna, when are you going to come down to Watertown and get yourself a free slice?
1: <laughs> oh, the, oh, the slice is free. See, this is now you're swinging the deal. Well,
4: we're all, all together, over here. When are we going to come down and get a free slice? I don't know. We, we do have to come yeah, down. We
1: really right. do. We're, it's on our list.
4: What, it's on your list? How far on the list? On the top or the bottom?
1: It's absolute top. Yeah, All it's right. definitely at the top. Do you All want right. us to come in and announce ourselves or go in undercover? Oh, don't
4: worry. Don't, don't worry. You'll be announced. Someone here will recognize
1: you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do you know what we look like?
4: Uh, sure. What's that Can about? Can tell
1: by our voices what we look like? No, that, that's the
4: way you talk.
1: How tall do you think I am? Four feet, five inches. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's yeah. so mean. <laughs> that is so mean. Wait, We're both. Wait,
4: are you being mean? I don't understand.
1: I'm very tall, and I have a very tall personality.
4: Well, we'll see when you come in. We got tall people here right now.
2: Oh, you want you only tall, take a you want
1: tall the- people. <laughs> we'll come in on stilts. You think right. you know tall people? Please. We know
4: all types of people. Hate has no place here.
1: That's right. That's it doesn't beautiful. have any place here either.
4: Okay, listen. Come by. Happy birthday, all right? We'll come Thank by, you. and uh, the manager over here will comp you a slice, all Thank right? Thank you right. so much. Have okay. a good one. Bye.
1: Definitely come by. <laughs> That's the America I want to live in. Me too. <laughs> it has no place here. Come get your free slice of pizza. <laughs> I love that. That was an incredible call. That was one of our best calls of recent history. Absolutely. That God, that was good. Loved that. <laughs> oh, man. We got to go down and get We really slice. do. We've been putting it off. I <laughs> think you know tall people. <laughs> it just feels far. I it, know it, that's it, like very Rhode Island. We have a day, to go but... on a, a, a day where we have some time. You know what I mean? Like if you can... If you can get out early or something. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, well then it'll be easier in like in a couple weeks. Um, what were we talking about before the call? IDs. Oh yeah. We. I just thought of another story. I was buying a, a an alcoholic beverage with uh, Alondra's ID, and um, someone was like, <laughs> the place that I was going to. I had been going to for a while, and they just changed the rules that you have to show corroborative ID. Like if you if you're out of state, you have to show a second ID. And I obviously didn't have it because it wasn't me. And I started to kind of like make a scene. And the one guy who like kind of recognized me was like, "She's fine, she's fine." Like he he kind of like Whoa. got <laughs> he kind of got mad that I was like being given a hard time, <laughs> which I obviously like felt a little bit bad about because diva <laughs> she's got it <laughs> yeah i'm just so happy we don't have to live a life like that anymore I know. it's Ugh. a lot to keep going a charade to keep putting on oh i have such i have another good story about being underage um so i uh had a humongous crush on this guy who I had known my entire life. Like, you know, I had had a crush on him since we were like seven years old. And it was just one of those things that I had held on to for many, many, many years. And he had a party. He was a year older than me. He was 21 and he had a birthday party and invited me to come over to his house. And it was like a parent's and a kid's thing. Like there were like kids from that we had grown up with and also parents of those kids. It was like a barbecue and, you know, there was beer. Like I had been in this situation a million times before and his mom offered me a beer. She, I think she said, are you drinking beer or are you drinking wine? And I was like, I'll have a beer. And she brought it to me. And then we're having a great time. Like, I, I was in heaven because I finally had an opportunity to, like, actually interact with this person that I had liked from afar since I was seven years old. And she comes up to me and she's like, are you 21? And I honestly thought she was kidding. And I laughed. I was like, ha ha, not yet. But, like, I was 20. You know, I was a year yeah. away. Less than a year away. And she took my beer away and she kicked me out. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, what do I say to this person that I have a huge crush on? Like, this is so embarrassing. So I went over there and I was like, hey, I'm going to head out. I got to, you know, headed back home. And he was like, why are you leaving so early? Like, it's so early. And I was like, yeah, I just was like, you know, I got to get home.
2: Oh, Molly. And then he was
1: like, um, he like was like, oh, my God. What did my mom do? <laughs> and I was like, "Your mom is kicking me out." What did he do? He just hugged me and he was like, "I'm sorry," and that was it. Wow. Yeah, it was. That's rough. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. He was. He was like, "I can't believe she's doing this." Blah, blah blah blah. And I was like, "You know what? I can." <laughs> that reminds me of at my cousin's wedding. Um, I like. Should we be talking about this on the air? It's I, like very illegal. I know, but it was so long ago. You just you've only been over 21 for 2 years. I know, but you know, you I think mean, we're good. I don't know what like, <laughs> 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 like We are out. being broadcast into places. Like yeah. I don't want to be advocating for
0: underage. No, you're right, you're right.
1: And I wouldn't advocate for it. It's terrible and you should just wait until you're legal yeah. because it's not even worth it. The the risks are so much so much higher than the rewards.
0: Well, and the people
1: who who don't drink for that reason, I always found them like cool, like the people who don't drink because they're like, I don't wanna, uh, my body is my temple, and that, all that was
3: nonsense.
1: me. I know that's why I said that. <laughs> but people who are like, yeah, it just like makes me makes me anxious, like to think that I could be caught doing something bad, like word. Yeah, I mean, and if you admit trouble, it, it's real. Yeah. Yeah, I used to Maggie alluded to the fact that I mean I of course at one at a certain point I did, but for a lot of my underage life I didn't drink. And the thing that I used to say is my body's my temple, which now is probably the last thing I would say. <laughs> my body is my dog park. My body is a piece of trash. <laughs> my body's my temple. Oh yeah, well my my body is a used paper plate. My body is one of those temples that like a thousand monkeys live in, so it's covered in poop. like it's been reclaimed (laughs) it has been reclaimed by the jungle it has faded back into the vines when when people say my what is the origin of that expression i mean i know obviously what it means but my body is (laughs) my temple i want to know who was the first person to write that it's uh, applicable in so many situations too oh it's a bible verse bummer our bodies are said to be a temple of the holy spirit Wow, what do you mean that's a bummer? That's my religion. <laughs> it's not mine. <laughs> you thought that was Jewish? No, I thought it might have been just like secular. Interesting. I don't know. Like, I mean, temple, temple I guess... Temple isn't very secular. I know, you're right. That was a stupid thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think it would be secular? It's like the least secular thing ever. I thought it, would, it might have been Jewish. I mean, Jewish Jewish people call their houses of worship temples a lot. Yeah. And like, same with... You know, a lot of Eastern religions. I definitely thought it was, um like, Hindi, Hindu, Let me. I'm going to do a little more digging. Etymology. Get that Wikipedia page <laughs> going. Confused expressions. Let's see. What's this about? Okay. Uh, that This is my favorite thing. Like, what pe- what people say instead of the actual thing. Like, to err on the side of caution, like A-I-R like oh just yeah things where it's like oh wow you clearly never read that you've only ever heard people say that and then the reverse though too yeah or like play it by ear people think it's play it by year yeah i know somebody who thinks it's play it by year <laughs> it's rough um okay no this every is- all of those expressions have like a basis in fact yeah and like a, a process You know, there's no information about this at all. Oh, Also, uh, according to Wikipedia, the phrase is obsolete. (laughs) What? Yeah, it says like in parentheses next to it. Okay, temple. Let's see. Wikipedia has not been out lately. Something of importance, something attended to. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, and then it says that it's uh, whatever. Yeah, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know. But it's something that I used to say a lot and regret deeply (laughs) (laughs) you sound like me in the n-word i said the n-word so much when i like yeah like i don't know know, four years ago that reminds me actually i was walking up from my park can i just say it's really bad and i stopped and i'm ashamed of myself okay go on molly no the reason i'm laughing is because i um like yeah i agree it's it's not funny and you know yeah it's especially in today's current like you know, political, socio-political I, mean, I was just climate. completely ignorant. I wasn't using it in a hateful way. Right, right. Like it's inextricul- inextricably like hateful. Yeah, yeah. For me to say that, I was, I was at my parking spot, and I was walking up. Like Maggie knows, it's up this huge hill, and you get to the top, and you have like a moment of pause. And right as I came up to the top, there were these two white as paper <laughs> little kids, like probably twelve years old, both like mouthful of braces riding bikes like all limbs and they came around the corner and and one of them said um are you gonna tap that and then n-word oh my gosh (laughs) not about his comrade yeah they were having an independent conversation and it just happened to hear like the craziest snippet as i was walking up the not even as i was walking up the stairs it's like i landed (laughs) on the sidewalk and and there was just like it was so Shocking! I can't even tell you how shocking it Yikes. was. They were really young and they were really white. That's what they—they're on that Xbox all day, yeah. And they use such foul language. I sound like a mother, but it's really true. It's disgusting. It's not even the language that bothers me. Like if they had been like, "Are you going to sleep with her?" Let's I still would have been own- like, "What the heck are you guys talking about?" Like you, like what are you guys talking about? You should have yelled at them. Hey hey what are you talking about come back here (laughs) turn that bike around (laughs) yeah it was shocking Uh, kids these days seriously kids these dias (laughs) with their twitter and their fidget spinners i think they're gonna get tired of the fidget spinners thing I know because my grade was deeply, deeply obsessed with stickers for like a whole year. And then nobody, everyone was just like, screw stickers. Well, and this was after our time, I feel. But those uh, bracelets that turned into like. Silly bands. Yes. (laughs) That turned into like animals and stuff. There was a little girl at the pool club I worked at. And like there were some very affluent people who belonged to the pool club. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, my dad invented silly bands. And we were all like, oh my gosh. And her dad didn't. She like, just made bu- it up. Yeah, but and we totally believed her. We believed this six-year-old. We were like, "Wow, <laughs> that's crazy that her dad owns silly bands." I feel like there's no reason why you would refute that. How did you find <laughs> out that she was lying? Somebody just like Googled them. Who did invent silly bands? I don't know. Do you remember anything about the person? No, but that that little girl, she called her dad Abba. Oh, so she was. Israeli, yes, interesting. Wait, and so uh, they were like exotic, and we were like, well, I don't know. <laughs> they could have invented silly bands. That's like you really have to believe in the person in order to invest in something like silly bands. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that you can sell them. Yeah, I believe that you. Maybe can sell. not to me, but to somebody. They're not hair ties. They're not bracelets. They look like absolute crap. They don't have any function.
3: <laughs> they're whatsoever. made of toxic
1: plastic. They're going to easily make knockoffs and put us out of business, and everyone's going to forget about this in two years. That was the same thing with hot loops. Did you wear hot loops? What's a hot loop? Why didn't you just gesture to your neck? <laughs> I'm very concerned. It's <laughs> like, like oatmeal Fruit Loops. <laughs> no, uh, hot loops were like uh, neon chokers that you would wear. They're called the hot loops? Yeah, hot loops. I'm going to show you what a picture. These are them. Oh, wow. I don't recognize that at all. Really? Oh, my wow. God. I'm shocked. Yeah, you could wear them around your head. You could wear them around your neck. Do you remember those? I used to wear a million hot loops. That reminds me of, do you remember those mini looms that you could make potholders on? That, to me, is, like, completely foreign. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How do you make a potholder on a tiny loom? <laughs> <laughs> now that I hear it back, it sounds ridiculous, but it was hot in the streets, I promise. In the streets. <laughs> yeah, you would have this loom that was like um I'm so not going to be able to just Wait, was it almost like cylindrical? No, it was um a a perfect square, and didn't have to be a perfect square, but it had little hooks all along the edges of the square. And you'd weave. Um, it looked like those hot loops. You'd weave them. <laughs> those hot loops. And then you'd, uh, there was this technique where you like pull one over the other and it like it it, it, it made, made a, a pot holder. holder. That's cool. Yeah. Do you still have any pot lo- lo- holders that you used yeah, to? Yeah, I'm sure. Absolutely. I made one for like everyone in my family. I was like, <laughs> everybody needs this. Everybody wants this. Everybody wants to be us. Me and my <laughs> Mini loom, me and my mini loom. <laughs> Stay away from me and my mini loom. Never speak to me or my mini loom again. <laughs> I miss crafts like that. Did you do lanyards too? Yeah, and gimp. Wait, I have to Hashtag read you this poem about crafts. lanyard. About L- lanyard. Yeah, uh, Billy Collins, our former poet laureate, wrote a um, po- a really funny poem about lanyards. Is it about, like, camp lanyards? Yeah, it is. Okay, here we go. Uh, oh, no, this isn't it. <laughs> this is not the right poem. Oh, shoot. Can you just vamp for a second? <laughs> um, last time I talked about Dracula being my favorite vampire. This time, I gotta hand it to Twilight. Those books, I mean, not that they were well-written, but the story... I I mean, who can resist? It's amazing. Twilight. Yeah. If you like, if you make fun of Twilight, <laughs> you've never like even tried to read Twilight. Ma- I was such a skeptic. I was really obsessed with Twilight, <laughs> and then now I look back on it, and it seems to me to be like it's very problematic. It's so problematic, but also. Like what? What bug bit me that I was like (laughs) sitting on the couch reading full Twilight books over the course of a day? I listened to the entire Twilight saga this summer (laughs) to going to and from work. I went through all four books: Twilight, (laughs) New Moon, Eclipse, (laughs) Breaking Dawn. I can't find the poem. I'm sorry. I really want to find it because it's very relevant, but I can't find it. Um, yeah. What what was the last one? New Moon. New uh, Breaking Dawn. That one doesn't make a ton of sense. So it's Twilight. That makes sense. Yeah. Eclipse. Okay, It's New Moon and then Eclipse. New Moon, Eclipse, and then Breaking Dawn makes the least sense of the titles. Yeah. Well, I didn't even get through Breaking Dawn because I can't remember what happened. That's the one when, spoiler alert, (laughs) she has a kid that, that. Oh, yeah. That they have to bite through the placenta to retrieve the vampire baby. Oh, my God. I forgot about that part. What a dramatic scene. No, I was also thinking about when there was like this con- concept of imprinting when you would just Oh yeah and the, And her Taylor Lautner... friend fell in <laughs> love with her baby. But like it yeah. wasn't weird even though it was. Yeah, because apparently you can just like you don't have any control over it. They only gave one example of it happening in nature and it was of a baby duck imprinting on its mother. And I was like, this is not a good <laughs> explanation. This isn't <laughs> how this, this doesn't works. make anything okay. <laughs> That's supposed to reassure me. Come on I was supposed to feel better About this adult man Falling in love with an (laughs) infant Yeah Gosh it was so weird It was certainly weird And she drank blood Out of a little like uh, McDonald's cup With a straw Did she? Yeah The baby? Hi I I didn't hear any of that context I just want to say I just walked in on that Without hearing the backstory. I'll just leave it at that We were talking about Twilight Have you ever interviewed anyone Who worked on Twilight On your show? Um No Oh okay, oh, sorry. DJ Madam that's B, we were walking out last week and we heard your interview with the person the who worked on it? For it that's so cool that's awesome He's a Canadian, cana- he has Canadian roots I, 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 all has oh, nice. in film lead back to Canada and Australia just as an interesting
2: Yeah. wait,
1: I'm Canadian yeah. my Ooh. dad's from Toronto
2: yay all right. All hail Canadians.
1: All hail. All hail, All hail indeed. <laughs> We're going to get out of here and hand it off to DJ Adam B. We have coming up Spoiler Alert Radio and Trans. World Airways. World Airways. Thank you very much. Um, you've been listening to our talk show every Tuesday night at 9. We have a Facebook page uh, Facebook.com slash Molly Maggie or Friends. We also have a, uh, an email address. Email address if you want to reach out, Molly Maggie Podcast at gmail.com. We have a Spotify playlist that will be updated in the next three to four days with all the music that uh, is on our show. So search for that on Spotify. Woohoo! Uh, you've been listening to Molly and Maggie, our friends, a weekly talk show every Tuesday at nine, and we are, in fact, friends. And if you don't believe us, tune in next week.